and welcome to the Sports Countdown podcast. Uh, Peter Lynch here today as your host. Declan Hughes not making it today, I'm afraid. Uh, the man's a busy boy, but as always. But uh, we'll soldier on without him with a, a nice little Premier League preview. Yeah, the upcoming season, which starts tonight. Um, we just thought, we know we've been away for a while, as always. We say this all the time, but we just thought we'd check in uh, with a little preview for the upcoming campaign. Um, because... You know, we love to talk football and there's there's plenty of things to talk about that's happened. Uh, before we get stuck into it all, just a quick shout out to Free Freelance Football Ops. Um, they've always supported the podcast. They're a top group who source paid football media roles. So you can give them a shout on Twitter or LinkedIn if you're looking for a job in the industry right now. So, 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 Premier League preview. I thought I'd maybe kick it off with um, with the transfer window with with some clubs who I think have had a good transfer window, you know, who've, who've maybe stood out other than that, than others, you know, stood out more than others. Um, and I've picked out the two North London clubs, Arsenal and Spurs. Um, starting with Arsenal, I think, you know, Gabriel Jesus is the main man now, you know, he's a big signing, major signing for them. It's what the fans wanted. They needed a striker, you know, Lacazette is gone, the Bamiyang's gone. Um, and I don't, you know, you know, People don't like to look too much into preseason, but Jesus has you know hit the ground running. He's been absolutely banging them in, um, plenty of goals. Um, you know he's obviously he just didn't get enough starts at City. I think that's what it was. You know he wanted to play football more regularly, uh, especially with the World Cup coming up. So I think he's been granted that now at Arsenal. He's going to be the central figure up there, and I think he's more than capable of of handling that on his own. And he has the likes of, you know, Odegaard behind him, Saka, Mar- um, Martinelli. You know, he's, he's going to have a great campaign, I think. Um, they've also strengthened, you know, through Fabio Vieira uh, from Porto. Um, and then a couple of other names, but Zinchenko stands out as well. You know, another arrival from Man City. Another hugely talented player, again, didn't get as, as much of a look in as he would have liked at City. But, it's, you know, it's the way it is at, at clubs like that. Um and you know Arsenal they have Tierney at left back but you know Zinchenko is capable of playing in left back and centre mid as well you know kind of like Granit Xhaka has had to do over over the last few seasons especially with Tierney's injuries but I think Zinchenko is a top player and he's he's gonna fit in well and fans are have already taken to him. Um, as for Spurs, you know I think they've also strengthened left back. You know Ivan Perisic left wing back. You know obviously Conte likes to play that. Those wing backs, you know, very attacking, and I think Perisic is going to do that. He's he's getting on a bit, of course, but he's still hugely experienced, hugely talented, and I think he's going to be a top player for them this season. Um, Basuma brought in a midfield. I think he's picked up a bit of a knock, so he's not going to be available straight away. But it's that competition for places that Spurs haven't had that they now do have. Um, Bentancur and Hoiberg are both in there. Winks is in there already. That Conte has turned to at times, but you know Basuma. It's going to challenge all of them for starting role, which is great to see. Um, in defence, you know, Longley has come in on loan. Spence at right back, you know, again, it's it's only going to improve him, improve competition for places, but also improve the squad overall. Um, and then another one I think a lot of fans are going to focus on is Ricardison. Um, yeah, sixty million I think was was the bit of the the deal done for, but it's a lot of money. But I think. You know, they needed someone. They're playing Champions League football now. They need someone. He's not going to walk into the team. You know, they have Kean in the middle with uh, Son and Kulusevski behind him. So, 
you know, Ricarlison can play in any of those positions, which is why I think it's a good signing. Um, and he's going to be key for you know for European games. You know, giving those guys a rest up top. I think he knows where the net is, and he's he's very talented. So I think it's a good signing. Um, as for clubs that have maybe not done not done much this summer or not done as well as they perhaps could have, um, I'm a bit worried for. I would say Leicester's the main one. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago it was. I was reading Leicester and Girona in Spain are the only two clubs in uh, Europe's top five leagues who haven't signed anybody this summer. Um, not sure if Girona have done since, but I mean Leicester, it's very surprising for them. You know, I think they didn't have the best season last time out, so I think they needed to to strengthen in a few different areas. They had their injury problems, so maybe it's just guys coming back from injury that have, that are going to be like new signings for them. You know, Johnny Evans, if he can stay fit. Fafana, if he can stay fit, it's going to be amazing. Um, But, you know, Schmeichel is gone. Um, Madison's been strongly linked with an exit. I think, you know, over the years, they've kind of followed this transfer strategy of, of selling a, a big-name player. You know, they've sold Maguire, Chilwell, Kante, Mares uh, for big money over the years. So maybe... You know, maybe that's what they're relying on this time. Maybe it is a Madison gonna go for fifty million. Maybe it's Tielmans. Maybe it's Castagna, Fofana, Inacho. You know, to to bring in the funds for someone. But you know, I'd be very surprised if they didn't strengthen at all in the coming weeks. Um, another club, maybe an unpopular one here. Shout out to Kieran Turner. I'm sorry, mate, but I'm not entirely convinced with West Ham. Um, just just whether they have a big enough squad for for Europe. And for the Premier League, um, you know, Skamaka is the big one they've brought in from Sassuolo. He definitely knows where the net is, but as proven by the Hammer Strikers over over the last decade, it's it's not always easy to come in and score goals. Um, I don't need to remind West Ham fans of the horror show that they've had, but I mean, I just the list of names comes to mind. It's Sacco, Valencia, Jelovic, um. Oh, there's just so many. Uh, Carlton Cole. Who else have they brought in? Uh, Borriello, Zarate. You know, it's a crazy list of names, and not many of them scored many goals at all. So I think, I think uh, Skamaka has to be different. I think it will be different, to be fair. But he's going to challenge Antonio. You know, they're going to bounce off each other. They're going to. I think they're going to. They rely on each other and share in that burden. If Moyes does continue with the one up top. Um. So yeah, that'll be one to watch. But I just I worry for them if they have a big enough squad to compete in all areas. But you know, Moyes has proved a lot of people wrong lately, so I think he can do it again. Um, especially with Bowen in such fine form. Um, and then Wolves are the last one who I would definitely be more worried about. You know, again in the striker front, Jimenez is injured. Um, Silva's gone out on loan. I just I really worry for them scoring goals, you know, Bruno Lage, they're always so tight at the back. They brought in Collins at the back to strengthen Nathan Collins from Burnley. But they've lost Marcel, they've lost Zeiss, they've lost Hoover. So it's a really weird one and I think I would be a bit worried if I was a Wolves fan to be honest. Um with their activity in the window. Um and you know how they kind of you know they faded off last season a bit. So maybe they'll they'll bring in a striker. Um, no doubt a Portuguese striker over the coming weeks. I think they need to. Um, so that brings us on to a few special mentions in the transfer window. I think we can't get through this without talking about Manchester United. Um, 
you know, Cristiano Ronaldo is the name on everyone's tongues as always, his future, you know, what he's going to do. But I think Martial's been injured recently, so I think Ronaldo is, is kind of being forced to stay. And also the fact that nobody seems to want him. So I think he will be there this season. Whether or not he plays regularly is another thing. Um, I don't think Ten Hag's that kind of manager who, who wants a Ronaldo on his side. You know, he wants young, attacking, you know, players, everyone doing their bit. And I'm not sure Ronaldo's that type of player. Obviously still still very talented, still an amazing footballer at his age. You know, he was a top goal scorer, I think, in all competitions last season. So, I don't know, it's a strange one because he's a, he's a United legend, he's an icon, and, you know, he's he's obviously so, so good, unstoppable at times. And he saved them so many times last season, but, you know, Ten Hag has just come in and he, he's a He's a fresh starter. Like he wants, he wants you know, no dead wood there. He's got rid of Lingard, Mata, Cavani, Matic, uh, Pogba. So he's definitely not scared to to just say no to these guys. So, um, but as for their signings, you know, they brought in Christian Eriksen. You know, they needed that a talented player in there in the midfield for sure. Um, they brought in Malasia Martinez to try and fix the defense a bit. So, you know, I don't think they're gonna immediately challenged for the title i think managers they need a lot of time to work with with new players and new squads so i think you know a couple of years they'll be fine but maybe not straight away um another team that could be challenging of course is chelsea again i think a weird summer for them you know they've lost rudiger and um, lukaku's gone out on loan but they have brought in sterling they have brought in koulibaly um so i think I think Chelsea should be happy enough, and by the looks of it, they're not finished. You know, they brought in Chukwueze from Villa as well. Um, they're after Cucurella from Brighton. That might get done in the, in the coming hours. Um, so I don't know. Chelsea fans would have to tell you themselves how happy they are with what what they've done. Um, but I think they still have obviously a huge, hugely talented squad in there and plenty of players. You know, considering the likes of. Billy Gilmore, Kennedy, Ampadu haven't been given uh, shirt numbers from what I believe. You know, it's it says a lot with the talent that they have. You know, Conor Gallagher's back. Um, probably won't even start, but I mean, such a huge player last season for Palace. And then Havertz, I think, is going to have a great season. I think he'll be the main man up top. You know, very versatile, but I think if he's handed a centre-forward role, he's definitely going to thrive, um, especially with the attacking talent that Chelsea have. Um... And last one that I think has we have to mention is Nottingham Forest. Um, they can they can now field an entire new starting eleven with their signings, I believe. Um, Dean Henderson and goals, Nico Williams right back, Jesse Lingard going forward, um, Omar Richards from, uh, Bayern Munich. So they've definitely got a lot of pull. Um, um, a lot of players seem to be buying into what what's going on there. With uh, they've obviously got a lot of money from coming up they're spending it so but it's just such a danger you know it's I think Fulham did it a few years ago it's they just tried to buy a lot of new players and you know it's not easy whenever these players are coming in they don't know each other they don't know the league Um, those guys who I mentioned you know, Lingard Henderson Williams they do know the league but there's a lot of faces in there who have never played in England you know who don't know each other you know sometimes throwing money at, at things doesn't work um and we've seen that over the years, but I think they kind of have to stay up with with the money they've spent. But I, I really don't think it'll be easy for them. So it's definitely an exciting time to be a Forest fan. But 
yeah, let's see what happens there. So that brings us perfectly on to the relegation battle. You know, touch on that very quickly. I think, as mentioned, Forest, I think they'll be around there. You know, they might sneak a 16th, 17th or something. Um, but for me, I think Bournemouth and Fulham, I know it's easy to pick on the promoted clubs, but I can't see them staying up uh, for, for a season, to be honest. I think they'll, they'll go straight back down. You know, it is such a climb, it's such a difficulty, and you have to really recruit really well. I'm not sure they've done that, so um, it's it's tough. But I think, yeah, I think those two will go back down. And the third one, you know, are we really still... <laughs> are Everton still being ruled out of a relegation scrap this year? I'm not sure. I'm not sure they have enough in that squad to, to escape this time around, and I'm not sure Frank Lampard's the right man to be leading the club, but... I would worry for them, to be honest. And as a Liverpool fan, it's great to see, of course. Um, do I dare mention Leeds? Another club who could be dragged down there. You know, Phillips and Rafinha, two absolute standouts for them last season, and now they're both gone. Um, I know they have Sinistera and Tyler Adams they've brought in. But whether that's enough to kind of to keep them going, I'm not entirely sure. So I know that'll anger plenty of Leeds fans, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I I mentioned the, the name Brighton every season, but they always surprise me. To be fair, so I don't know. There's a lot. There seems to be a, a good few clubs down there. I'm not quite sure Brighton have recruited entirely well, but um, I think like Brentford, the likes of Brentford have recruited very well. Aaron Hickey, um, Ben Mee. Lewis Potter, um, Southampton, I think, and another club that have done well in the transfer window. A lot of lot of signings, you know, Bezunu from City, Lavia from City, Aribo from Rangers, uh, Mara from Bordeaux. So, yeah, definitely an interesting one and definitely um, plenty of eyes on the relegation battle. But, 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 maybe all eyes on the on the winners, uh, on the league champions, which brings us to Liverpool and Man City for me. Um, and for a lot of people, I think they're going to be the two clubs um, that you don't want to mess with this season, which has been the case for the last couple of years. Um, obviously, we watched the Community Shield. We saw what happened there. Great victory for Liverpool. Um, maybe it's not, you don't read too much into a game like that, but there's definitely some signifiers of what's to come. You know, uh, the likes of Nunes getting his goal. Certainly knows where the net is. You know, he's got real quality. Um, Diaz looking very scary. Salah looking really happy, really fit. Um, he's going to be dangerous again, of course. Everybody's kind of waiting for that season where he doesn't do well, but I don't think it's going to be this year, to be honest. Um, as a Liverpool fan, you know, I think Klopp, I was a bit worried of what was going to happen, but I think Klopp is again just surpassed all expectations he's he's brought in Carvalho another really talented player he looks really good you know he's, he won't start every week but I think he's sort of got that Coutinho vibe about him um, uh, during his time at Liverpool so yeah I'm very happy at the minute and our defence is obviously you know top shape as always um, that brings us on to City um, yeah Haaland I think as a Liverpool fan again, I think my only hope is that they play the way they played against Liverpool and just try and get the ball to Haaland basically on the halfway line and put him through on goal. Um, 
which didn't work at all because of Liverpool's defence. You know, very high line, Van Dijk and Matip got it spot on. Uh, Robbo and Trent as well were perfect. Um, so I think if they try that against top clubs, it might not work. But, you know, if they try it against kind of, you know, smaller clubs, Haaland will score hat-tricks easily. They just put him through. He's so quick, he's so powerful, and he can finish. So, yeah, get him on that left foot and he'll score goals. But I think, you know, if they do continue to play the way they have done under Guardiola, he'll still, you know, they got a cross against Liverpool. He should have scored. He'll get a rebound here and there. He'll get a turn in the box. You know, he's got that striker's instinct. Just wasn't meant to be in the community shield. But, yeah, he's he definitely knows how to find the back of the net. And he, I mean, he should score at least 30 goals, let's be honest, this season. He's just so dangerous. Um, So people kind of asking, you know, whether him or Nunes are going to score more goals. That's an interesting one to follow. But, I mean, Salah, as always... Is going to be right up there. Obviously, there's penalties involved, but I think him and him and Trent are going to form a, a super partnership again this season. I, you know, I don't want to build it up, but I think like, I'm not an exact comparison, but I think you know you looked at Dani Alves and Lionel Messi over the years at Barcelona, kind of right back to right wing. I think it's similar to what Trent and Salah have been doing at Liverpool. They've been doing it in preseason, you know, linking up with a with a cross or else you know just a tiny inbound pass. And Salah does the rest, basically. So, yeah, exciting times for sure. And it's going to be one to watch, you know, who's going to come out on top in that battle. And finally, 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 we're going to focus on a countdown um, because this is a Sports Countdown podcast. So we're going to take a topic and do a countdown, uh, top three. So this time around, it's gonna I'm going to look at three players who could have, you know, real, really good seasons, really breakout seasons. Um. And it's not three new players in the league, but it's three that have already been there. And but I think this is this is going to be their time to shine. Um, number three, I've gone for Eberechi Eze, uh, Crystal Palace. You know, burst onto the scene a couple of years ago with his, you know, some fancy footwork and mazy dribbles. Uh, but he's had his injury problems sadly. But he's back in preseason. He's been linking up with Zaha. Um, I think he's going to be a real star this season for Palace under Vieira. Uh, number two, I've gone for Jaden Sancho. Um, painful as a Liverpool fan, but I think he's going to do well this season. You know, he's, again, really talented, but it just hasn't worked for him in England so far. Um, but now he's got a manager, you know, a new manager, new start. Uh, and a manager, importantly, it's one who who likes to play attacking football, you know, intricate passes in the final third. So I think, I mean, we saw what he can do at Dortmund, and I think even as a Liverpool fan, I'd like to see him do that again because he's, I think he's a special player. Um, and last but not least, I've gone for Leon Bailey, number one, um, at Aston Villa. Again, didn't hit the ground running when he arrived in England, but now he's been given a bit of time. You know, Gerrard's been given it a bit of time to work with the squad this summer. Um, he didn't even start last season, but I think I think he will be thrown into the mix this time. Obviously, they've still got Coutinho, they've still got Jacob Ramsey, you know, Ings, Watkins, uh, Buendia, a lot of talented players up there, but. So it's it's maybe it's you know spurred him on to do a bit a bit better, but yeah, I think Leon Bailey is is gonna have a a fine start to the season because Villa do have a pretty generous friendly uh generous fixture list should I say? So if he does get a good start, then I think yeah he's he's gonna have a good campaign. So that's that. Just a quick twenty minute uh preview of the upcoming Premier League campaign. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so so much for listening. 
yeah, apologies about the breaks we've had over the summer. Uh, I've just been busy, boys. But yeah, hopefully we'll be back with some podcasts uh, over the next couple of months, different sports, not just football, and um, with some different guests as well. But really appreciate all the listens, all the interactions and follows on social media. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy the, the new season, which starts tonight with Palace against Arsenal. So yeah, thanks so much. Hope you have a good one. Cheers. Mm-hmm.